Hi, I'm Frances Liana, and this is The Dallas Type, an interview series where we celebrate the different personalities you'll find in the Dallas creative community. And it's also an attempt to see if there's anything that we might identify as a unifying element between all the creatives I've asked to participate. So, in regards to creatives here in North Texas, is there a Dallas Type? Today's chat is brought to you by the letter O. Hello. Hello. <laughs> How are How's you? How's it going? I'm good. Good. <laughs> good. Good. Thanks for taking part in the interview for me um, and uh, sharing your thoughts and your personality and your time with us today. First, what is your full name and your position in the place that you work at? My name is uh, Cosme Marcelo Vivas, and I'm a web designer slash developer at the Matchbox Studio. If you had a superpower or alter ego, what would it be? Uh, the hard questions, okay. I think I'd like uh, to be more like uh, the Brainiac, um, except not a super villain. Something where I could just uh, communicate with computers, maybe. I think that'd make life a lot easier. <laughs> you just look at it, and it, it does the design that you want it to do. Um, yeah, like I just communicate with Illustrator, like any kind of programs, and just like does it. Exactly the way that you want it without yeah. having to do any of the, the details to make it happen. Well, it's interesting. Yeah. I think that as you evolve, you'll see that it kind of happens like that. How would you describe your day job to somebody that isn't in the industry? Um, I make websites. I think that's pretty simple. Um, from beginning to end, planning it out uh, to it finally being launched. So. I think and that's how I could put it. <laughs> how long have you been um, in the industry? Or how long have you been working? Uh, working probably a little over a year now. Mm -hmm. um, but I've been learning this for a while now. I'm pretty excited and about. What got you into the field? Or what got you field? into web design? Um, I just got introduced to coding in one of my classes. And I love the possibilities that it had for design instead of like just being the, like I was used to just learning print design and instead of it just being flat, you know, there's a whole bunch of other things to go with it, all the interactivity and, you know, the coding aspect of it is like solving a puzzle. Um, so there's so many different things and to learn about it and it's just like, you know, that's something I just felt genuinely, like, really interested in. And I was just like, I'm going that into the web world. Like, there's so much there. Mm hmm And who is your hero or mentor? Hero mentor? Uh, I think my parents and uh, my brother. I think, well, my family are my heroes and my mentors all together. And your brother's yeah. in the field, too, as well, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's older than me, so I've kind of followed his footsteps a little bit mm -hmm. and uh, and then kind of gone my own way, but yeah. And what about your parents makes them your their, your hero? I think just uh, where they come from and just, you know, generally just, uh, just working hard and, uh, you know, not complaining or anything like that. They just work hard and do what they do. It's just like... I I don't want to complain about anything I do. I just want to work hard and just, you know, just be how humble they are. It just amazes me and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So what is your, what is your favorite part of what you do? 
What's your favorite part of the job? Um, I get to make stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think, you know, seeing something from start to finish is uh, probably one of the greatest joys of what I do. Yeah, that's seeing it from start to finish. Mm-hmm. What what advice would you give to somebody who wanted to do what you do? Like somebody, you know, a, a year or so behind you. Um, the Matchbox is a pretty um, well respected agency. It's a nice, it's a studio that I think a lot of people, a lot of kids, and a lot of people that are in in college right now would love to work at. Like, what would you tell them in regards to if they wanted to work at a place like that? You gotta love what you do. I think that's the most important thing is uh, loving just kind of every aspect of it. And, um, even the things that you hate, you got to hate it enough to where no, you got to love it enough to that anything that you hate, you want to fix it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, um, you, there's like no doubt in uh, what you're doing. You just want to, do it and make it better each day. Mhm. And like what what do you think helped get you in the door there or you know what would what would the people what would the, your studio mates the people that work next to you and with you every day you know what would they say is your your biggest strength? My biggest strength or Mhm. So you started there as an intern, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I interned there and uh, offered me a job afterwards and I think it's I think what helped me is that I uh anything they threw at me I just um put all my everything into it and um did my best and no questions asked I just uh did it. You know, it's a self starter kind of person personality where you just uh go and do it and you don't wait around to be told to do it. Mhm. Is there anything particular about your your personality that kind of makes that easier for you to, like, if somebody said, hey, do you know how to do this? Are you the kind of person that's just kind of like, no, I don't, but I'll figure it out? I mean, is there something about you that makes you more likely to to kind of be able to harness those strengths? I think it's curiosity. Mm -hmm. Um, I think I'm just, like, really curious in how things work or how to get things done. What is it that I need to learn or what is it, um, what are my obstacles, what's the puzzle, like what is it um, like that I need to know to make it happen, um, mm-hmm. no matter what the kind of challenge is. It's, um, I'm just curious about it and even if I know it's going to be really hard, I still want to know how to do it, um, so I'm going to find out. Mm-hmm. What do you do for inspiration? Is, are things like that involved in, you know, what you do on Saturdays or um, are you working on Saturdays? What is Cosme outside of the day job? Um, it's, uh, I think it's all about experiences. Uh, I just, anytime there's something new to go out, like uh, to a new restaurant or uh, I, I like to cycle, so like a new cycling trail or um you know, taking up yoga or taking up, you know, some kind of class. I think anything that I can just add to my life experiences helps mm-hmm. me get inspired. Um, so continuing, you know, to learn new things and experience new things outside of 
my day job helps me, you know, keep moving forward and keep, you know, being excited about new things and uh, wanting to try new things. You're, you're not, I wouldn't say relatively long. You're young. So um, what risks have you ever taken? Like, what, what is the biggest risk you've taken so far? Ooh, biggest risk? I hope that I haven't taken my biggest risk yet. Uh, but I, Like, what's the scariest I, thing that you've done? I kind of feel like a lot of people don't do what they want to do mm-hmm. or say what they want to say. And I want... I like to think that that's one of the things that I do is that, you know, I feel like that's kind of a risk where uh, you go and do what you want to do, you know, making that decision or that choice to uh, go to the place that you really want to go to or, you know, just being true to yourself. Mm-hmm. So I think that's some risk, of, you know, people fear of doing the things they want because of other obligations or things like that. And for me, it's, uh, you know, I'm afraid of all those things, but at the same time, I'll figure it out, the kind of mentality. So I don't know if that's like the biggest risk, but I feel like that's one of the hardest things for me to do is to follow, you know, my dreams and do what I want to do. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think for somebody that's that's young, and still kind of like making their way into the field, into work in the community, kind of that is a scary thing to to say something that you think or, I mean, it, it, you're kind of in a place where most people would just kind of wait to speak, but kind of you're also in a position where you kind of have to add to the conversation. So I can understand that that'd be scary for now. I think the older yeah. that you get, you, you know, the what's risky is... is it becomes very different depending on your obligations. So, why why Dallas? This is part of the the Dallas part of the conversation. Why did you choose Dallas? You know, why continue or start your career here? Um, come from a I come from a small town, and really, I, I've I've always kind of not been interested in Dallas. But I will say from the first time I actually experienced Dallas and I came and had an event and like I was hanging out with people in Dallas, like it completely changed. And it's just, you know, there's so many different things you can do here. And so many, you know, you don't have to leave. I feel like you don't have to leave the, uh, the city to, you know, do anything. Like I feel like everything is here. And I just kind of like really kind of fell over Dallas as, uh, and that's why I moved here and just live really close to work and everything. Just I don't really see myself going anywhere else. It just kind of happened, and I'm really glad it did. What is your What's your favorite part of living here? Is there a particular place, or are there, uh, you know, a community of people? What's What's kind of the What's the glue for you? For me, mm-hmm. uh, food is one big major part of it. <laughs> uh, I live here in Deep Ellum, and there's so much great food around here. And um, even not even here, there's just some like new restaurants popping up all the time. It's just uh, it's it's always great to kind of experience new new food. So uh, <laughs> I guess that's one of my favorite parts. Do you like cooking? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I did know how to cook uh, like some really good meals, but I trust it to the professionals <laughs> what would you do if you weren't doing what you're doing now what's that other career 
another career. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see uh, me sewing or <laughs> like uh, you know, cr- like sewing, like creating shirts or bags or something like that. Some kind of seamstress or seamster. Kind of <laughs> uh, so still making stuff, but not maybe maybe not website. Yeah, yeah. I like working with my hands. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of something I picked up when I was younger and kind of runs in my family. So I have a little background in that. Well, do you, do you do anything like that on the side? I think that whenever people that work in design or have started in design, uh, the print part and the traditional part, and you know, I think schools are pretty good at being well-rounded uh-huh. and because you like making. And, and you, you mentioned a particular, like, making bags or making shirts or kind of the – you didn't really mention the design of these products. You you mentioned the actual handwork in it. Do you do you have any hobbies? Do you make things on the side? Uh, like um, not only just making them, but I also enjoy like designing. Uh, that's why I also manage just kind of maybe designing, you know, shirts and stuff like that. Like I have an uncle who kind of designed his jacket and sewed it from scratch, like himself and. I have an aunt who makes, like, engineering dresses sometimes and, you know, designs them and, you know, makes them from scratch. And so, you know, I'm interested in designing shoes and making those from scratch. So uh, I think it all kind of – when you make things, you're kind of, you're kind of designing it too. Mm-hmm. So um, is that is that something that you, you see in the future? Or, I mean, do you think that that's something that maybe – I think I – yeah, I think I, it's like I'm definitely trying to. I definitely have some designs brewing in my head of what I want to do. I am gonna try to pick it up uh, as a side thing to do, you know, on the after work or something like that, or something I do on the weekends. Um, I I used to do it uh, when I was before college. I used to I kind of started, and then when I went to college, it kind of went away, and now I want to pick it back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like kind of you said you've been working for about a year now? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like, you know, in the beginning maybe your hours were longer and maybe now you've gotten better at what you do so that you're kind of freed up for kind of pursuing this kind of side dream or are you still are you still in that process of figuring things out? Is, are, do things still take a little bit longer for you? I mean, is your are your day just full of making or your week? Um yeah, I think uh, definitely when I started, it, it felt, you know, I really wanted to focus on my career and, you know, what I was doing, uh, making websites and really kind of, you know, I felt like I was, since I was starting, I felt like I really needed to step up my game to, you know, to be at the same level as my peers or what, mm-hmm. you know, they expected of me. And now I feel like I've kind of gotten to a good groove and I can, you know, relax a little bit off that and start focusing on uh, or adding, putting some focus into some other areas of, you know, that I like. Mm-hmm. What does your tomorrow look like? Interpret that in any way that you'd like. Tomorrow. I always uh, like to think tomorrow I'm going to sleep in. <laughs> but I end up waking up early anyways and start working on something <laughs> or start doing something. It's, I like to think that I'm gonna sleep in but never happens. Have you are you are you much of a rester? I mean do you is it easy for you to kind of chill or are you are you constantly do you feel like you're 
constantly making things or, or wanting to make things? Yeah, I feel like I always want to make things or I'm kind of, you know, I'm, the cogs in my head are just constantly turning, you know. Um, but although, like, I, I still feel like I'm resting sometimes. So even though my mind is running, I still feel like I can control myself a little bit and still <laughs> take a nap <laughs> or something. What do you think is the biggest opportunity for the industry right now? Oh, <laughs> I think technology, yeah. You, you don't know where technology is going to go, so we don't know what you're going to design, you know, or, you know, what the next interface is going to look like. Do you think um, that you're kind of poised to to be that person in, in the shop that helps embrace it? I mean, you've got a couple of people that work ahead of you. Do you think it's something for the people that are kind of older to kind of help lead the charge with technology, or do you think it's something that people that are kind of just now getting into field and starting out might be able to kind of harness it easier? Or do you think it's something that everybody can kind of... Uh, I think everybody. I think as long as there's like an open discussion and everyone's open and ready to, you know, move forward together, mm-hmm. uh, I think that's the key and not kind of like set in your ways, always be ready to tackle on new uh, new technology or new uh, ways of doing things. Mm-hmm. So what do you think then is the biggest difficulty facing the industry right now? Um, I guess for evolution, like uh, a process, I think if uh, if you're just set in a certain process and not, you know, open to changing or, you know, trying a, a new method or something like that, I think that's probably the biggest kind of thing that will hold mm-hmm. you back. But, I mean, that's kind of what's a really rich part of the, I guess, really the horizon for you. It's like you're, I mean, you're kind of starting out because you're also kind of integral to a very um, kind of rooted company in in the Dallas community. So do you have any fears right now of kind of what the future looks like? Uh, I don't know. I like to say that I'm afraid of everything, but I think at this point I'm kind of, you know, if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll find my way back up if, you know, if anything that I'm afraid of happens. I think I'm young enough to uh, fix things or, you know, make things better, find the good in what happened. Mm-hmm. So what is the last item on your bucket list? <laughs> if I could get over my fear of heights, that would be awesome. Um, I want to skydive, I think. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm really afraid of heights, and that's probably the most terrifying thing I'd ever do. So I think that'll probably be the last thing on, on my list. Awesome. I mean, it, it may very well be the last thing on your list. <laughs> that too, yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so this is the quick fire. So they're very quick questions. Uh, some of them are one word, one of them is a five word, but we'll just uh, jump right in. So favorite font? Uh, United Sans. Is that a is a is that a web font? Uh, is web no, friendly? It's not web friendly. Oh wow, nice. I think that's why it's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could use it. Favorite word? Pompadour. <laughs> Favorite color? Orange. Favorite quote? Quote. Uh, not really familiar with quotes. Do you have any favorite sayings or mantras or, like, what's your motto? Um, my motto? I don't know. I've never really thought about that. I'll give you one. I saw this right. uh, the other day. You can't be what you can't see. Ah, I like that. 
That's Sally yeah. Ride is the first woman in space. Can't be where you can't see. Yeah. Might not have been for her, but I like it because it means, you know, putting mentors in, in front of people that may or may not know who they are. You know, you you don't know that you can be a designer because you've never seen a designer before. Like you've met you've yeah. never met somebody who did it. And so yeah. you know, part of part of what AIGA does is the mission isn't just to have designers talking to designers. I mean it was about putting designers in front of the community and putting designers in front of kids and putting design thinking in front of other people so that they knew that not only is it a possibility for for us to help them solve problems, but for people to understand that like this is a, a viable and necessary profession. And, you know, you tell kids, hey, you can make stuff for a living. And they're like, what? You know, like yeah. I thought I was going to be a cashier. Or, you know, there's a lot of things that I think in, in regards to kind of giving back that people don't realize how how people can really look up to them and what, what they can actually do just by being who they are and talking about what they do. Like the inspiration that that can yeah. give is paramount. Okay, so that's your quote. I'm giving it to you. Um, uh, Elvis or the Beatles? The Beatles. Describe yourself in five words. Five words. Uh, I'm happy. <laughs> uh, I'm curious. Um, I think I'm a little stubborn sometimes. So happy, curious, stubborn. Um, a little enthusiastic or, I guess, energetic. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> If there was one, I think you could use all five of them. Okay. If you could use one word to describe yourself, what would it be? Ah, uh, one word. Could this is branding. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> could it just be my name? Maybe my for now. <laughs> is your first name? Does your first name mean anything? Uh, I've never been able to find a meaning for it, like an exact translation for it. So that's one of the reasons. That's on my bucket list. I didn't figure that out. Um, I always all I think know is I was just named after my dad. That's all. Your name always reminds me of Cosmos. Yeah, I think it has some relation there, but I haven't found it. Like I, you know, in researching internet and all that. <laughs> Searching. That's your. That's your. Your one word for now. Um, ten years down the road, we'll we'll redo this and see. <laughs> <laughs> If you have your, if you if you changed the quote or not. Well, awesome. Well, that's it. Thank you for taking the time to talk to me today. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, asking me to do this. No, I'm glad that you were able to do it and um, be able to contribute um, your your personality and your opinion. Um, and yeah, um, do you have any final shout outs? Shout outs. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, shout outs to my family, I guess, and uh, anybody who, all the kids in school who, um, you know, think they can't go anywhere or be anywhere they um, can't be, you know, if you want to do it, just do it. And uh, shout out to, you know, everyone at Matchbox for opportunity and, you know, taking me on as, you know, when I was really just fresh out of school. And, um, you know, it's just kind of a huge risk uh, when you take on somebody fresh out of school. And so really thankful for Matchbox for that. And it gave me a lot of great opportunities. And shout out to AIGA as well. And all my professors at UTA you know, taught me everything. So I think there's a lot of people 
I really need to think for for where <laughs> I am. Awesome. The interview you just heard is bookended by the track Blue Jay from the album Feathers by Blue Dot Sessions, which I borrowed from freemusicarchive.org and used under the Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial License. Thank you for listening to The Dallas Type. I'm Frances Iliana. And I'll leave you with this piece of gold from Roger Staubach. There are no traffic jams along the extra mile. 